Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Joining us now is the host of CBS's Face the Nation. That would be Margaret Brennan. Good morning, Margaret. Let's start with Monday's Iowa caucuses. Maybe we need a refresher on how caucuses work and why this one is so important. Well, this is the first official sort of uh, casting of any kind of vote for the Republican candidate for president uh, in the 2024 presidential race. Republicans have to decide who is going to represent them. And on Monday night, you'll have this caucus. It's not a primary where you can come and vote when you have a window in your schedule. It is a specific time of a gathering in person for people to come and hear the positions of uh, some of the the candidates um, and start to actually uh, decide um, by, you know, coming to um, a decision in terms of voting, but doing that on the spot in terms of actual physical turnout. So the fact that it's based on physical turnout to participate in the caucus means things like really bad weather can be a factor in uh, who and how people are able to show up. And it is expected to be quite frigid in Iowa uh, in the coming days. So that could affect the ability of people to participate. You'd have to have childcare in the evenings to be able to show up at the 7 p.m. hour or not be working nights to be able to come and participate in that process. So it is a, a fairly small pool of people who will be able to select um, a candidate. So I emphasize that just because uh, this is something that isn't necessarily going to be representative of the rest of the country, but it is a, a decision point that could show some momentum or at least give us a sense of whether um, a very ruby red state would give any kind of uh, support to either Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis to challenge Donald Trump for the nomination because he is hands down the front runner, particularly in the state of Iowa. Yeah, I'll be curious to see how a low turnout affects that, where the where the votes do go uh, when all is said and done. Let's move on. The uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in on his fourth trip to the Middle East. What are we hearing from him this time? Well, Secretary Blinken will be back at the State Department today and meeting with Chinese officials, but he comes off this ten day stop throughout uh, the Middle East, really trying to again build momentum towards planning for the day after the end of this conflict in Gaza, uh, also trying to pressure the Israeli government to wind down the operations that they have said will last for potentially a year uh, and begin to allow Palestinians to return to their homes in the north of Gaza. So one of the things Secretary Blinken has touted as a success of his trip was this U.N. agreement to put someone uh, in the role of trying to coordinate um, assessing the safety of returning to North Gaza. But there's no clear timeline on when that would be. Uh, There is a lot of um, continued uh, strain in the region over concern about the high civilian casualty rate. 
uh, Israel and its political leadership led by the Netanyahu government have really been resistant to the calls for them to downshift uh, the operations to uh, be more precise in their targeting. That's something the Biden administration has pressured them to do. So this is a continued strain. And just last night, you saw elsewhere in the Middle East, the U.S. and U.K. and international partners carry out airstrikes against um, militias based in Yemen who are backed by Iran, these Houthi rebel groups who have been harassing commercial vehicles transiting through the Red Sea. So underscoring just again what a tinderbox this region is at this moment in time. And Margaret, who will you be uh, talking to on Sunday? We'll have Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, who has announced he's leaving the Senate, and it's not clear next what those next steps will be for him. Uh, he has said he's putting together a group to try to get people who are moderates, people who are centrist, more involved in the political process to bring back the power from the extremes of both parties. He said that's what's happening right now, and he wants to find a way to get people more involved in the political process so that the extremes aren't being catered to. That's frustration he has with both Joe Biden and Donald Trump and the two parties. We'll talk to him about what that means because he's going to New Hampshire today. Does that signal that he might run himself? Uh, for president as some kind of third-party candidate. We'll also talk to Chris Sununu, the governor of New Hampshire, who is a supporter of Nikki Haley, and New Hampshire is the next attempt Republicans will take, and by the way, some independents, since it's a semi-closed primary, to decide who will lead the party in 2024. And the uh, indications are that New Hampshire might give us a better sense of what a broader swath of the public thinks about who should lead the Republican Party. It is uh, a primary where people can register and change party affiliation and participate that day. And it may give us a sense of whether Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis uh, have a shot in this race for second place. Margaret Brennan, host of CBS's Face the Nation. Thank you. Thank you. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.